welcome to Lifeline Podcast. We will be keeping you updated about COVID-19 and share some inspiring information during this pandemic. This episode dedicated for people who may have planned emergency travel or will join repatriation process and what is like to be flying home during corona pandemic. This is Sarah and today I'm happy to be together with you in Lifeline Podcast. I'm here with my co-host Shafika. We are passionate to talk about COVID-19, especially travel during COVID-19. Today we have Hamda, the public health professional from Maldives. Uh, good evening. Good evening, Sarah. Good evening, Shafika. Uh, my name is Anshit Hamda. I used to work in Nonatal Hospital as a community health officer, which is a government hospital working under Ministry of Health. Uh, my background is primary healthcare. I completed my bachelor's in primary healthcare from Maldives National University, and then I have been working working in hospital from 2018. And right now, I am on uh, no pay leave to complete my master's in public health. Okay, it's great, Hamda. Uh, so some countries are stabilized and some not, uh, and people are thinking to travel or not. So we want to hear from you, Hamda. What is the first thing people should take on uh, when they want to have international travel? Uh, actually, the first thing you have to give priorities. You have to check with the country that you are planning to travel. For example, when I wanted to travel back to my country. I really re- had to go through lots and lots of procedures, paperwork, and I really had to look for many things. Uh, I had to contact for a ministry, get registered for home, and also check with the immigration, fill health declaration forms. I made sure that I had mask sanitizers when I traveled to airport, and uh, I was very cautious about physical distancing and not touching my face and those kind of stuff. Okay, and would you like to share about what is the positive and negative aspects of traveling during COVID-19? The only positive thing that I want to mention is that I got to travel back to my country on a huge flight uh, with just three passengers including me. That was the only positive thing. Uh, from all the way, uh, from the moment I left the BLC till I reached my home, till I entered my home in the home island, I was really, really scared. Every moment, every second, I was really scared. Okay, so um, you mentioned that it was like some about some positive and some negative aspect of traveling during COVID-19. So I hope you enjoy a lot because you are uh, alone in uh, in plane. So <laughs> yeah. how many times did you go for tests during your travel yeah actually i just did one covid test that was after reaching my home island after 14 days uh, i traveled to the city uh, capital city from dhaka i stayed there for like two three days and i came back to my home island before coming to the capital city when i was in dhaka i was supposed to register on a portal i had to register and mention where I, I prefer to be home quarantine, so I mentioned about my home island. So they counted 14 days uh, from the arrival to my home island, and on the 15th day, they did the COVID test, and I received my result within like uh, 30 hours. 
Okay, can you tell us like how difficult it is to travel during COVID-19 from Bangladesh to your country? Maybe you can tell us step by step. Actually, it really was long, long procedure. But when I traveled back, when I flew back, actually there wasn't any commercial flights between Dhaka and Maldives. There were um, repatriation flights scheduled, uh, scheduled between Male, uh, not only Male, and some other cities also from Maldives and Dhaka. What I had to do was I had to contact foreign ministry through the Maldivian embassy in Dhaka. Through foreign ministry, they contacted economic ministry, uh, who is uh, actually organizing these flights. So they had to contact the national airline. Actually, they never, they never planned. Uh, they did not plan to transfer uh, any local, uh, any Maldivian from Dhaka to Maldives. But since uh, I requested by myself. They had to take permission from many authorities and also had to negotiate between uh, Bangladesh, uh, Bangladesh government since international border is closed in Bangladesh. So what I had to do was I first uh, wrote a letter to economic or uh, foreign ministry and they had to take some permission from economic ministry and Bangladesh government. As soon as they approved it, Foreign Ministry informed me that uh, they have approved and uh, they were planning to get me on the on the flight on 18th, 18th of July. They sent me some links to get registered for health, uh, health declaration and uh, home quarantine thing. Yeah, actually, when I contacted uh, Foreign Ministry through uh, my uh, embassy in Dhaka, they said actually all the repatriation flights are arranged by the economic ministry. So they contacted economic ministry on behalf and they requested for my leave. And uh, when economic ministry approved it, foreign ministry negotiated with the Bangladesh government and uh, got approval to get me through international border and that's where I had to get home quarantine, I mean registered for the home quarantine and uh, health declaration form Maldivian immigration. I did not require any COVID test. Uh, upon arrival of Dhaka airport, they just checked my temperature and that's it. Bangladesh, the Shah Jalal in, in, uh, International Airport was really, really busy. I was really surprised to see the number of passengers in the uh, in the airport, there was a huge queue in front of the airport. And upon arrival, uh, unlike the Dhaka Airport, Shah Jalal International Airport, Maldivian International, Velana International Airport was vacant. There was just me and the other two passengers who traveled back, and they also checked our temperatures. And we got through immigration really, really easily. Just they just checked where I will, I registered for home quarantine, and that's. Uh, from what we understand, you really had difficult time. It's difficult, especially for a person who had a history of traveling before COVID-19. So Hamda, can you tell us how did you protect yourself while traveling? Like, did you need any special protection or not? I wore two masks, one surgical mask and also one other mask provided to us by JPG. I wore two masks and I kept said hand sanitizer bottle with me and I kept rubbing my hands frequently. And also uh, 
I was uh, very aware about physical distancing thing because the, uh, actually Dhaka is a very congested place and as I mentioned earlier the airport was really really yeah I mean the airport was really congested there were long queues so many passengers so I was really really nervous I was really scared but uh, you can see there are so so many uh, signs and instructions written all over uh, all over the airport by which if you follow those in- instruction and if you just follow these three steps of like uh, not touching your face not and washing your hands so rubbing your hands with sanitizer wearing face mask and maintaining physical distancing i think uh, you will be safe you are happy to hear that <laughs> okay you are a professional person you have to uh, follow these regulations and also like can you tell us about how you travel before covid-19 like be- from your home country to bangladesh and what is the difference between uh, the two like when you go back from bangladesh to your country is yeah. there any significant difference Yeah actually I traveled I uh, when I traveled in January from my home country to Dhaka it was a, it was a it was a very big flight um I think I only saw me and one other lady from Bangladesh there were only like two or three female passengers most of them all, almost all of them were male passengers and uh Dhaka airport was really busy I mean When I traveled back there wasn't anybody with the thermometer waiting to check my temperature uh, and uh, there wasn't any attention given for physical distancing wearing mask and uh, we can sit wherever we want but when I reached Dhaka airport uh, in the benches in the waiting areas also there were marks put on some chairs to show that uh, we cannot sit on those chairs because uh, uh because uh, they were asking us to maintain physical distancing and also uh, i had to go through a pressure checking twice in the dhaka dhaka airport and also they made me sign a health declaration form uh, where i was supposed to mention if i was having any symptoms like fever dry cough sore throat he knows uh, if i was not having any of those signs and symptoms i was asked to sign the form and submit the information when i traveled to dhaka i never did i never did any of those procedures okay uh, so um you mentioned about some of the measurement from your government uh, can you uh, give a more more details like uh when did you when did you reach to your country did your government did any any other special public health measures or not without the test with the most important thing is home quarantine thing uh, if any local is uh, if anybody is coming back returning back to the home country and small this that in the tourists they have uh, undergo this 14 days home quarantine thing and take a test covid test on the 15th day and we have this online portal where we are supposed to uh, fill out a form if we are having any if we develop any uh, covid related symptoms mm-hmm. other than that uh, i wasn't supposed to do I, mean, i was not informed of anything else yeah no we really happy that you already stay in Maldives which is a heaven on earth can you tell us a little bit about your new normal in Maldives Yeah, actually things are really busy 
different here in Maldives. And uh, since uh, Maldives is like Maldives, uh, the geographical, it's, we are like scattered islands. So everything is, I mean, all the islands are separated by the sea. So the most importantly, there is restriction from traveling, traveling from and to capital city. Actually, capital city, they are in capital city, I think uh, one third of the population live in the capital city. It's a very crowded, very congested. It's very easy for spreading some uh, spread, spread of disease like COVID. So uh, in the new normal, everybody, I mean, every, it's a must to wear a mask in the capital city, Malay capital city. So if anybody is not wearing mask in, on the road, they would be fined by 1000 MBR rupiah and also offices, schools, college, universities, all of those places are closed. They even opened some schools and colleges, but again, they uh, closed those uh, places because there is a rise in COVID cases again. They are, I think, uh, for all the mosques in Maldives were closed for like two or three months, but now all the mosques are open in the new normal, but uh, the shops are not supposed to be open uh, after 10 p.m. And uh, nobody can go out between 10 p.m. to 5 p.m. But uh, people who are going to mosque for Fajr prayer, they can go. And also, they uh, they recommended all the everyone living in the rest of the islands also to wear mask, but it's not a mask only in capital city. It's a mask to wear mask. Okay, thank you so much for sharing your experience, Hamda. I'm sure uh, to protect themselves and others, our audience will obey uh, points mentioned by you. And we are in the end of our episode. Thank you so much for being here with us, Hamda. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Shishika, for having me.